What's good, people? It's your girl, Sasa, and welcome to the very first episode of Becoming a Black Woman in SA. So I hope my fellow BBWs are good. And today's topic is being black. Now, my guest speaker is going to contradict this a bit because she's cut it, but then it kind of <laughs> makes sense. Because, <laughs> like, um, this helps, you know outline the diversity within people and so she goes by the name are you ready no i don't think you're ready to hear her name (laughs) um she goes by the name kathy slash promise and if you don't know her already she has a podcast named thursday thursdays by kathy's which by by kathy sorry which by the way you have to go and check it out if you haven't so Hello, Promise. Hi. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay, so can we just start by getting like a brief description about you and who Kathy is? Okay, so basically, hello, everyone. (laughs) Um, I go by Kathy, but my name is Promise. And basically, I also have a podcast where I talk about like life (laughs) and things that I just feel like need to be addressed, things that a lot of people want to speak about, but like don't really know how to approach. So, um, yeah, and I am a (laughs) mixed race person who grew up like with predominantly black people. So I guess I grew up in the culture of black people and that is why i am here speaking today yes okay so (laughs) i just want to ask you to you what does being black mean Mm, i feel like um it goes beyond color of skin because number one i feel like black people worldwide have similar struggles you know if you go to you know Europe as a black person you will experience you know the same things you would experience as a black person in America or a black person in Africa which is not normally the same for other races you know so I feel like that is the one thing that kind of um defines and unites like black people worldwide the fact that you you experience the same things you know you know you can relate you can relate basically yeah and on your side so like the general uh the general definition for being black is the color of your skin but then at the Mm -hmm. same time it was caused by like in history we learned this like colonialists decided to call us black to set us in different groups and all of that mm. to be able to identify us easily. But now mm. as we see how these like mixed people like you and all of that, being black can be one of many ways. So as you've mentioned, connecting with people, the color of your skin, the struggles you go through, mm. um, the person you are, the characteristics you have. I mean like you hear things like um you're not black if your household doesn't have a Tupperware. You know, it's just the things that you... <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just that, you know. So, mm. to me, I guess, it's not 
one definition it's many definitions and it's how you determine it is goes according to who you are as a person mm, definitely definitely and i agree with that what okay so now that we've established what being black is what is what is being colored what is being mixed okay personally you know it's <laughs> i'm not gonna say this is controversial but it really differs because like in south africa being colored is a whole race you know like mm-hmm. it's it it has its own culture it's like its own people and like if you go anywhere else in the world you're not gonna find like a colored person and sometimes it's even offensive like i know in america if you call a black person colored they're like whoa what's you know yeah. um but i guess everywhere else being mixed is what being colored would be you know so yeah but this also goes beyond like just black and white you know because you get like indian and white or mixed race and mixed race so you know so exactly so i feel like being mixed is more of a broader thing where sometimes sometimes you do experience what black people may experience but Mm -hmm. i feel like as a mixed person you can never fully 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 understand because at the end of the day um like you know how there are mixed people who look more white and then there are mixed people who look more black yeah so between the different people they will experience different things in their life because the one who is seen as black will be treated the way the world has treated black people whereas the one who looks more white or lighter is treated differently you know and that is where the difference is and that's where we need to like kind of recognize the the privilege if you get what i mean like it's not the same thing you as a mixed person who white passes cannot claim to have the same struggles as like a mixed person who is perceived as black or like any kind of black person, you know? That makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Which and what do you think about that? About being colored well, honestly, I agree with you in all that you said. It's more controversial because it's not defined, it's not said. You mm. these shows like next stage, I don't know if in like if you've watched yeah. it, but like yeah. you in in my opinion, it seems as though like you have you sort you sort of struggle with trying to define where or which mm. race or under, but then we seem to forget that being mixed is a race on its own. Hence why we've given it a name, colored, and mm. so yeah. But I feel like there is sort of like a difference between like the colored people in South Africa. Mm-hmm. and just any other kind of mixed person yes. you know because it's a thing of like kind of people kind of sort of have their own sense of belonging True. you know whereas yeah. like you said when it comes to mixed people you don't really know where you fit in like mm-hmm. you're not black enough for the black people you're not white enough for the white people <laughs> and you're not colored so you can't really be like oh you know yeah this is my culture so mm-hmm. It's it's very it's very difficult, you know. You kind of just have to to be set in whatever surrounding you are, if that makes sense. Yes. Like for a person like me personally, 
being around, you know, like black people, I kind of like just have to adapt to that kind of culture. But it's never going to be a thing of like, yeah, you can say you have the exact same struggles as us. You get what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. So when, with like this thing of, you know, not knowing where to fit in, so what do you experience in a black community and what do you experience in a white community? With with being black or being mixed? Well, let's start with being black and then move on to the mixed part. Mm, I feel like, you know how like people are like, it's kind of an unwritten law for all black people to know how to code switch, you know? Like, <laughs> when you are speaking to a white person, you sign a certain type of way. And yeah. then when you speak to a black person, you sign so a certain true. type of way. <laughs> so it's... <laughs> so I feel like, like, little things like that, I don't know why it bothers me, but it bothers me because, like, You're not the I feel only like... One. <laughs> hey, dude, I feel like it, everyone should be allowed to be who they are mm. around everyone. Yes. But unfortunately, that's not the case because you do feel some sort of pressure when you're around like white people than when you are around black people, you know, as a black person. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> it's so tricky. How do you personally like feel when you're surrounded by like predominantly like a black area and like a white area? So with me, I, I really relate with you because, like, um, when I'm at home in the rural areas, because, yeah, I'm a mm. rural girl, um, I, have to, I have to ensure that, like, I sound super black. I have to ensure mm. that I don't speak too much English. I have to ensure that I don't make too many errors with my home language, which is Zulu. And when I do, mm. it's sort of awkward because you get that, Oh no, because like you're from Harting and all you're that, coconut, and all that yeah. And coconut, yeah. And then when I'm in a white community, it's like, okay, I'm a ghetto person in general. So when at school, at school, like even though there's a lot of black people at my school, but like it's still a white community. People still behave as well in a white community. So you have to like channel your accent uh, properly. Mm. You know, <laughs> mm. you can't. You can't go there and say development. You must go there and say <laughs> development. No. Yeah, so yeah. You have to always control yourself and ensure what you you go with the guidelines set by those different types of communities. And it's really mm. hard. At the same time, it angers me sometimes because like, why can't I just be who I am? But then when I exactly. when I really introspect it, I don't really know because I've gotten so used to switching that. Mm. I that is who I am. I just switched. There's no defined. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like an unnatural, an unwritten law. Exactly. You know? True. <laughs> it's rough out here, man. It's rough. Oh, yeah. But but at the same time, like, I feel like it is going to be a natural thing when you're around people who you feel understand you. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And so, hey, I don't know. But it's so weird. It's almost like like you have to live up to a certain standard when you're around these different people. Mm-hmm. And it's unfair for people to expect that of you, you know. True, true. But then 
even though it's unfair of people to expect that you you might find that people no longer expect that but because we've gotten so used to it mm, true, true, it's true. our basic way of living as you have said it's been normalized mm. now so you mentioned like the ghost fishing and now with the being colored in each community how like what do you focus on and what do you ensure that you don't get wrong in those communities you know for me personally right personally i don't really care like <laughs> how i sound with you, you is how i'm going to sound with yes. anyone else like yes. i'm not yeah i don't care but i also feel like it's the simple things like even the the bit of like accent change mm-hmm. you know because I don't know, for some reason, I just feel like it's a bit condescending, you know? Like, it's mm-hmm. almost like I'm either, like, stooping to your level of, like, trying to make it easy for you to understand, you know? So, mm-hmm. you never know if you're going to be offensive about it. So, it's very hard to be like, okay, with these people, I know I need to sound like this. With other people, I know I need to sound like that. And with other people, like, when they see me, then they want to, like be like oh hello you know like mm. why are you assuming that i speak like that number one number two <laughs> why are you doing that when you don't when you don't speak like that mm. so i know already for me if someone comes up to me they don't know how i speak and then they already start speaking like that then it's like it's offensive for me like why are you assuming huh? mm. what if i'm like anything else and then you're gonna speak to me like that so yeah and it's not just about sounding even with like the clothes you wear and the type of conversations Mm. you have like you see when you go to like a proper okay no let's not say a proper black community when you go to a black community (laughs) like Mm. if you wear like labels top to bottom all of that they're like oh you're Mm. rich you're coconuts and all of that and then when you go Mm. with like you wear pep clothes at a white community they'll be like oh you bought them from small street in Joburg, all of that it's just like guys why are we making life so difficult when it's not that deep hey Dude, like perception, that's the biggest problem in like this whole thing. If people weren't so quick to judge Mm -hmm. just by the way they like see you, half of the problems we deal with, we wouldn't even be dealing with. And that's not only in like just like black communities or white communities or mixed or colored communities, like in general, you know? Mm -hmm. I know. So, in which situations are you seen as a black person? Um, me personally, mm. um, hey, I don't know. Okay. It depends. Let me give you an example. It really, yeah. So, for ex- for instance, um, Black Lives Matter. So when you're, oh, when you're yeah, engaging yeah. in conversations with people, and you uh put in your like your opinion because i know you definitely that's promised dude but like yeah yeah no i'm going to speak about that yeah (laughs) Yeah. so when when they respond to you do they respond to you as a black person or as a white person because in such situations best believe some will be ignorant to the fact that you're mixed they'll just define you in a certain manner 
Yeah, that's yeah. It's it's very tricky with me as a person because it is that thing of however you perceive me to be is however you're going to like treat me. So because it is a thing of like I can either be black or colored if you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like when a person looks at me, they think, oh, she's either colored or black, and then whatever they choose is whatever they choose. Mm-hmm. So if it's a person that knows me, right? Most people aren't aren't like, oh, you can't talk about this because you're not black, mm. because, you know, they know I'm mixed. Mm. They know I've got a black mom. <laughs> you know, I I have seen situations where people are being discriminated um discriminated against because of their color because of their color mm-hmm. and so <sighs> it's very tricky it really depends on the other person that is arguing with mm-hmm. me how they see me and what they assume i am but if that makes but sense majority of the time mm-hmm. is it like so with the black lives matter thing majority is it mm. you're white or you're black Oh, no, no, no. I'm never perceived as white, you know? <laughs> I think, which is contradictory because of, like, your skin tone. Because people will think, no, she's not black. She's Because you, yeah. you lean more to the, like, white side. But then once they engage in a, like, once I engage in a conversation with you, I'm like, damn. Okay. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. So, yeah. At least yeah. I understand. No. <laughs> yeah no i think they also like can just tell by like the way i speak about certain things that it's not a thing of i'm just speaking out of like just for chest Mm -hmm. you know it's something that like i see and i care about Mm -hmm. so i don't ever get like negative responses or like are you not allowed to talk about stuff like that you know Mm -hmm. What um, disadvantages of being black as well as of being colored do you go through? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I guess. Sheesh, I actually need to think about this. Um, I guess the normal, like, just. You know when you're in an area where it's predominantly white mm-hmm. and then you just see this person who's not white and you're, you're looked at a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. It's like small things like that that affect me personally. But I feel like in general, do you mean in general or me personally? Both. Okay. So yeah, for me personally, it's really the small things. I don't think I can say there's like ever been a time where someone was like heavily, heavily, heavily racist. Mm-hmm. Like, was like, ah, oh, you, you know, <laughs> like calling me names or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But you know, these like small things, like, I don't know, there was a girl in our grade who, who, like, she said a word that perfectly described it. Almost like sugarcoating racism. Like, uh, you, your hair looks a certain type of way. Or, 
you're you're like this because of your color mm. of your skin color you know stuff like that but like in general obviously the biggest thing would be um like stuff that you don't get like jobs that you don't get because you are a certain color or people thinking you're uneducated because you look a certain type of way or um yeah big things like that i feel like are the biggest things that we as people need to like get through and get over yes not get over like oh don't mind it but get over as in like stop judging people and thinking they are incapable of doing certain things because they are black Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. then when it comes to like and on your side whoa okay if i'm being honest because of how i'm growing up i am privileged i won't lie about it so i don't really Mm. experience the major disadvantages that Mm. normal people go through like being excluded in education systems and all of those other Mm. things Mm -hmm. but then to a certain extent and also surprisingly i haven't had many encounters or heavy encounters of racism Mm. but like people around me have and therefore i am i Mm. am affected by them like my uncles and all Mm. of that so Mm. in general it's the normal things that that people usually go through if it's not racism it's exclusion it's um judgment it's expectations because mm. like even though sometimes and having expectations is a good thing people overdo it and then we end up trying to meet reach those expectations we try so hard that we lose ourselves in it just because you want to be this proper black person that they want us well they want me to be and so yeah mm-hmm. and that's why we have to like start discussing ways in which how can we prevent such disadvantages we've tried with racism exactly. we've tried with racism we're still trying it's still a battle mm-hmm. and i don't think we should ever give up even though it seems as though it's a losing battle but like we have to come up with something to fix these things like we've tried protesting mm. we've tried social media we're still trying social media it seems as a good mm. um place for um, awareness and all of that but it's if we're being honest it's not really doing what we want to be done but then i guess mm. you know it's part of life i feel right? like yeah i feel like the biggest issue with fighting all of these things is the fact that we can't do anything about the way a person mm-hmm. thinks you know like a person has to have so their own true. kind of revelation to be like no like the way i see this person is wrong i can't be judging them based off of the color That's of their true. skin mm-hmm. you know and so yes it's amazing to like spread awareness so you know protest and stuff but People are never going to change unless yes. they want to change, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, and that's what that's what's also frustrating. Like you know, they're always trying. Like okay, mm. why are people like this? How can we fix people? Exactly. Like, you know, generally it goes according mm. to how they were raised. With all the issues we face in life, yes. it's with people. It's based on how they were raised. And because you can't change mm. how they were raised, trying to fix the issue becomes 
1,000 times harder. Harder. Yeah. No. Mm. But it's also their own, like, decision. Like, if you want to change, yes. you will change. Because how do you, how do you explain that, like, there are some like white people who are racist and then others who mm. are you know it never makes sense to me that there are some people who grew up with the same kind of parents but grew up and were like no what i'm doing is wrong mm. the way i'm thinking is wrong i can't feel like a person who has a darker skin tone to me is mm. inferior you know like what possesses a person to th- feel that about another human being be <laughs> another human being <laughs> this is this is when you're judged in the white community (laughs) that is whole english English. (laughs) yeah well another human being yeah so with like what do you what would you say needs to change yeah 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 <laughs> a lot number one i feel like um for south africa specifically we also need to remember that apartheid was only like 20 how many years ago okay almost 30 years but that's not that mm-hmm. long ago if we really mm-hmm. think about it so um I do feel like time heals, but I also feel like practical changes, like like stuff like even the the triple B triple mm-hmm. E thing, mm-hmm. the the what is it in full? Usually they talk broad yeah. based black economic yes, empowerment. Yes, know your business. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, I do. Yes, I do. But stuff like that, I feel like are a step, but also. I feel like small kinds of racism, if that makes sense, need to be taken mm-hmm. more seriously. Like, like the things we were talking about, um, if you are the only like black person in a room full of white people and they look at you differently, stuff like mm-hmm. that needs to be addressed. Why are you looking at this person like True. they don't belong? And it needs to be True. taken seriously. You know, I feel like they, they should be more open conversations in schools about stuff like this it shouldn't be a thing of oh some people are gonna feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. like no why are you uncomfortable about speaking about the truth you know um what else what else there's so much but at the end of the day like we were saying it's about the way people think like you can't change a person's mind they need to want it to be changed for themselves but but yeah, what do I you think, think? With, when it comes to the way people think and how they are raised, education system can do so. The education system can do so much to fix that, but mm. it is not mm. being done. Like with history, in history, we're only taught mm. about the Europeans, slavery, the Khoisan. Mm. The only time we get taught about South Africa is in like it's just like for one term and then after that you choose your own subjects mm, it's not, it's not heavy. heavy and even yeah. though yes history is mm. fundamental we also need to know we, we also need to, t- to teach people that no this should be done like that and all of that because as much as history teaches us of what happened it doesn't teach us of what mm. should happen 
and mm-hmm. that's and how exactly, it's affected so which many defeats people. the whole purpose of teaching us history in the first place but because we're so mm-hmm. adamant on passing and moving on to the next stage of life that never that's never looked mm-hmm. upon that's never looked at and then with yeah. open conversations, I agree with you. But then at the same time, people who disagree to such, it's majority of the time they want to protect themselves from saying something that they might view as mm. offensive. Which, okay, I kind of get why they're saying that. But why are you having intentions of saying something offensive offensive in the first place? Mm. But <clears throat> I guess... Yeah. And I also feel like... Continue? Yeah. I also feel like with that point about them being like scared to say something offensive, I personally feel like it would be better to say it and then be mm-hmm. corrected like right then and then. Because now you're keeping that in your heart for how long and you don't know that it's wrong. Like say it, ask if it's offensive, then let a person tell you, yes, this is offensive. Don't say it again or don't think like mm-hmm. that. This is how you should mm-hmm. look at it, you know? Mm-hmm. That's, that's so true. Yeah. So what were you saying before I interrupted? Sorry. Oh, no. I wanted to say also another problem that we failed to realize is that black on black racism kind of, ex- no, not kind of, it also exists. As, as, as we've been talking about it, like in a community, in a black community where you're being told that you're not black enough or all of that. Personally, I mm. view it as racism as well because why do I have to reach? Or meet your standards of what a black person should should be. I am black in my own manner, and mm. you should accept that. Hence, why people are always talking about look, you're always complaining about uh, colonialists doing you wrong, but you don't complain when you guys do it on each other. Well, that's mm. true, and we also need to work on it from our side. Mm. But the main focus is getting everyone to work on their flaws when it comes to being black and how it is perceived Mm, exactly i feel like the biggest like superpower is Mm -hmm. unity and like the biggest way for black people to progress is to become unified Mm -hmm. you know and to realize that listen we're here for each other build each other up instead of like um like work with the opposition if Mm -hmm. that makes sense you know but sadly that objective (laughs) is sort of defective in this money-based world because as soon as money is involved Mm -hmm. all that unity fails but but i also mm -hmm. feel like yeah i also feel like it is an effect from like all the oppression from the past years you know because when colonial did happen it was kind of a thing of like like black people wanted to be on the upper hand side you know so they would like betray their fellow black people to kind of be in favor of the white people you get what i mean and because of that it's almost it's like a deep-rooted self-hate and so you you don't want to help like your fellow brothers and sisters and all because you are still dealing with that self-hate where you feel like you are less than because of what you were told by mm-hmm. an oppressor. You mm-hmm. get what I mean? So, yeah. And stuff like that, unfortunately, runs through the blood, yeah. you know? Like, you you feel it. As much as also racism is taught 
self-hate is also taught yes. you know it's a thing of like if you do something that's perceived as black then it's like no don't do that like that that's what? so ghetto that's so ratchet why like why are you telling that black child to not embrace their their black side you're you know spitting, dude. you're spitting fags right now <laughs> yeah oh but this this is really lovely i love the fact that we got to speak about these things and thank yeah. you very much for speaking thank on my you. very first episode you know you're a special human being thank you and i hope you know you oh, learn thanks, so you learn you. how to deal with this and i don't want to say move on but move like heal from what has been done to you in the past that may have affected affected you negatively and you know learn how to cope yeah. in this society that sees black and white and not the other colors <laughs> i don't know if that makes sense yeah yeah it makes, <laughs> it makes sense it makes sense okay it makes sense thank you for having me so much i really enjoyed this conversation with thank you thank you and so for the ending of my episode i'm going to do something special so first of all i'd like to say the bbw phrase of the day which is said by black people a lot more black women to be specific which means well direct translation how are you involved and then <laughs> the the actual translation is oh yeah i just said it how are you involved <laughs> wait what i got confused for a second <laughs> wait what anyways how are you involved i won't read too deep into it i just want to teach you the lingo and the netflix suggestion would be dear white people which is such a great show i highly really think really you really watch so it it's mm. yeah it's for everyone to watch and i hope you enjoy and i hope you enjoyed the episode Thank you very much and tune into the next episode and don't forget to share and comment down below. Thank you. Thank you. Bye everyone. Bye.